So welcome everyone to our latest RNI Soundbites podcast. Um, we've got a team together today and we're going to try and give a snapshot of some of the key issues in the restructuring market. So why don't we kick off and just go, sort of go around the team who we've got here today. I'm Paul Seidel, I'm counsel in the RNI team in London. Damien Gomez, partner in the restructuring insolvency team in London. I'm Nick Lamazrier, a partner in the restructuring insolvency team in London. I'm Sara Riaza, I'm a managing associate in the Madrid office. And Julian Alej Dubarz, also a partner in the restructuring team in um, in London. Brilliant. Well, thanks everyone. So, Damien, why don't we kick off and have a sort of discussion about the the Hong Kong Air um, restructuring, which involved Part Twenty Six A restructuring plan. So, I guess first of all, why why do we think that's relevant? Thanks, Paul. So, um, Hong Kong Air um, is proposing a parallel Hong Kong scheme of arrangement and a UK Part Twenty Six A restructuring plan. Um, the reason why it's doing both is because it's got a mix of Hong Kong, English and PRC law governed debt. Parallel schemes or plans are not unusual um, and that's not what's particularly interesting. What will be interesting, I think, is the question of whether the English restructuring plan is deemed to amount to an insolvency related event for the purposes of the Cape Town Convention. So why is this relevant? So the UK has ratified the Cape Town Convention, has effect in English law. What the Cape Town Convention does is that it protects the rights of aircraft lessors and other persons who hold international interests in aircraft. And how does it protect their rights? What it says is that where there is an insolvency-related event, these creditors cannot be compromised without their consent. And what this would mean is that the company cannot cram down dissenting lessors by, say, compromising their rental payments unless these lessors expressly agree to be so compromised. Now, the point hasn't been decided by the UK court previously, in, both in relation to schemes and restructuring plans. Previous schemes and restructuring plans in this sector, I think, have seen all the lessors vote in favour. So the point hasn't needed to be debated. Um, we did see on Gate Group, where we acted for the where we acted for the lenders, that the court came to the conclusion that a restructuring plan was an insolvency proceeding for the purposes of the Lugano Convention. Um, but while there are similarities in the definitions between the two conventions, that decision may not have direct applicability here. Um, the point has been considered by other courts in relation to foreign schemes, um, but as I said, not in the UK. And we've seen sort of, th there are various academic papers and there are various conflicting academic views, I think, in this jurisdiction. But the bottom line is, is that if a restructuring plan is found to be an insolvency-related event for the purposes of the Cape Town Convention, what it means is that lessors cannot be compromised without expressly agreeing to be so compromised, and they would have to be given the right to take their aircraft back. Okay, so, I mean, given the challenges then that Cape Town um, poses. Have we got any details about how they might be addressing their issues in Hong Kong now? Um, yeah, so they've 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 done something which which is sort of fairly typical, I think, in this in this space, in that um, to address the uncertainty and ensure that the plan will comp will comply with the Cape Town Convention if it is found to be applicable. What the plan does is that it gives the aircraft the aircraft lessors two options. So option A, agree to the modified lease terms. Option B, they get to terminate the lease take back their aircraft, um, and to the extent they have an unsecured damages claim for any deficiency, that claim is compromised. And the expectation is that that unsecured damages claim isn't a protected claim um, under, under, under the Cape Town Convention. And I think faced with those two options, that might provide an incentive for lessors to go with option A 
and just vote in favour. And ultimately, unless unless all the lessors vote in favour, I expect the court will need to opine on the applicability of the Cape Town Convention to restructuring plans. And that will be instructive, I think, to future compromises in this sector. Um, although I think it's likely that that would only extend to restructuring plans and the question around scheme, schemes of arrangement will, will, I think, remain open. Okay, brilliant. So I guess it's something we'll all look out for. I think the convening hearings. Yeah, late I think, October. Yeah, I think that's yeah, right, okay. late October. So I think we, we watch and we wait. Indeed. Okay, brilliant. Well, thanks for that.